Thank you, listeners, for being with us. We are excited for what the future holds, and we wanted to celebrate you, the listeners, by looking back at what resonated most with you. Yeah, so we thought maybe periodically we're going to be sprinkling in some encore presentations of certain episodes that everyone really loved. And with that, what we're going to do is kind of riff again on some of these topics, not to uh, re-spin, but to kind of continue that conversation. We want to explore those regions with you all. So without further ado, here's the encore presentation. 1985 was a wonderful year because Richard Donner put out this wonderful movie called The Goonies, and it's one of my favorites of all time. I think part of the reason why I enjoy it is because you got this cast of uh, Motley Crue folks who come together, obviously, to go on a great adventure together. Long before Stranger Things was part of the world, this was actually the uh, main predecessor as far as looking at how an ensemble cast works together. But I think it really relates to life because I think we see parts of ourselves in all the characters and to one extent or another. And the interesting thing now, years later, is where's everybody today? So think about these things. Uh, you know, if you don't haven't seen the movie, I'll encourage you to go watch it after this episode. But until then, let's tune in to this episode of Curiosity Continuum called We Are All Goonies. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Brian. Thank you for joining us today on Curiosity Continuum. For those of you tuning in for the first time, Curiosity Continuum is a podcast and movement started by two lifelong friends who just happen to be Brian and myself. And we, How about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we want to uh, spark your curiosity. We also want to help you integrate information and want to enhance your everyday contextual awareness in a constantly changing world. We want to do this with you by sharing um, conversations, explore, examine, and reframe common practical topics. We try to be um, intelligent without being heady. I think is how somebody had put it. And I thought found that to be very helpful to us. You know, we want to always make sure that we are uh, helping you scratch your brain a little bit to help you think, uh, but making it so everybody can come along on the journey with us. If you want to come on the journey with us online, go to curiositycontinuum.com. You'll have all the links you need to, to listen to us, follow us on social media, and please interact and rate us on your favorite podcast platforms. In the coming days also, you may see some other options for things to do on our website. Um, until then, it's kind of a, a good landing page for you to come into the continuum and branch out to the different places on it right now where you can find us and listen to us. Yeah. And I mean, we've been getting some great feedback. I know um, Brian shared a lot of feedback. I've shared some feedback and just recently have gotten some feedback from a really close friend of ours who really liked some of our episodes. So and they, they went in a little more specific, and I'm not going to go in more specific just in case you haven't listened to some of those. But I encourage you to go back, listen um, to some of our previous stuff, and see what you guys think. These are short episodes, as you know, if you have been listening for any amount of time. It's a great car ride, and uh, we do something you can kind of chew on just for the moment to uh, take you on for your day. Yeah. So with that, All let's right, jump- Brian. Yeah, yeah. Let's jump into this one, Brian, because I, I know you've got an idea about it. So I do. Well, first of all, I love... The Goonies, Richard Donner. If you are listening to this podcast or any of the cast and crew, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It wasn't always that way, though, because I remember One-Eyed Willie scared me, the skeleton, and so I I think I slept with my mom and dad for like a week after that because I saw it when I was a little too young. But then as I got older, I'm like, oh, this is actually a really good movie. Right. Uh, As as a funny personal note, too. So when I was in college, I had this uh, army jacket. It was like army trench coat. 
and you'll remember this from back in middle school days, I finally found like this army trench coat and it followed me to college and different things. It's been retired more in more recent years just because it's not quite the, um, aesthetic I'm going for, but I keep it for, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I keep it for sentimental reasons. And there is this, uh, I was, I was in the jazz band at, in college, my first semester. And there is this, uh, flautist and she always called me data, you know, cause I guess I was the, uh, the Asian guy with a army colored trench coat. Unfortunately, she drank too much and flunked out. And so I didn't get a chance to talk to her as much. So I hope maybe she's doing for the best now. when you think about this, it could be. Yeah. I hope yeah. you're doing better in your life now. I don't remember your name and I'm so sorry, but I do remember that you called me data and you found it really funny. So Is that anyway. you were yellow, but no, probably right. <laughs> probably. I know, you know, I mean, in, um, you know, Wisconsin, there's not really uh, just a lighter shade of brown. I mean, should have brown, you know, yeah, yeah, basically white, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll probably cut that part out. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut that part out. Yeah. So in 1985, like I said, The Goonies came out. And this is a movie that to, to this day people will recognize. Um, like we had talked about Stranger Things and the cast ensemble approach was really hearkening back to Goonies. You know, Stranger Things does a right. great job of writing a love letter to the 80s and it really appeals and, to... And kind of interesting, like set in the same time as Set in the same time, yep. And so you're seeing the same kinds of things come out. And uh, so kudos also, We both Josh and I are Stranger Things fans. So if uh, yeah. any, you know, anybody would like to come on the podcast for that, we would not object to that. What I loved about this movie is seeing how the characters interacted with one another. And I never felt like there was somebody that was out of place. And it was all a right. bunch of misfits. So Josh, some of it might just be my own uh, sentimental value saying like, Hey, like, we were kind of like the Goonies and actually Sabrina calls us the, all the guys, the Goonies for the fact that, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But no, but you're right. We would kind of were, we were, um, we were misfits in our own way, but when we like, kind of came together just because we were, well, first of all, we liked hanging out together, but it was also, it was our, our differences that made us stronger, you know? Yeah. And kind of like we kind of fit together. We did. And it was not like, oh, hey, here's the planned thing. But it's like, hey, what did we, what happened when we put these things together? So, you know, um, we talk about the different characters. So when we talk about like Mikey, he's the younger brother. You know, he's got a lot of like wild imaginations and things like that. And Josh Brolin, uh, so Mikey's played by Sean Astin. And then Josh Brolin plays the older brother, Brandon. Right. And so like he's, you know, kind of always pushing down the younger brother. That what this movie plays on and what every successful movie plays on is that your ability to kind of identify with the character either because you've lived in that dynamic before or you've seen it, you know, and movies just kind of will enhance or exaggerate that. Like it's always kind of a, a piece of reality. I remember feeling, you know, it's funny she said data because after I saw that movie, I put all these mirrors and things on my bike because I'm like, this is actually kind of cool because right. I loved gadgety things. I loved how, you know, you could take something kind of simple and dress it up a little bit and kind of make it your own. And that was kind of a fun thing for me when they find themselves on this adventure. Um, you know, they're kind of thrust upon it and there's disagreement. So one thing that I've, uh, it plays out in real life. And if you've been friends with anybody for a long time is that conflict in the relationship will be there at some point in some fashion. And it doesn't oh, yeah. necessarily mean that it's a fatal thing. I mean, you know, um, I mean, the, the, some relationships where they have that is. But the thing about the Goonies is that it persists. The relationships persist, part of it because the action drives it forward, but because they've chosen this and they're kind of in this situation together. Right. 
part of part of the plot of the Goonies, as this action kicks off, you know, there is a, a driving force saying like, hey, there's a big developer. It's going to, you know, knock down all their houses. And they're going to put a nice golf course or whatever it is there, a development. And so, you know, they're kind of driving forward just to save their homes, basically. And they don't want to be yes. split up and go to different places. Every turn along the way, though, they're always negotiating with one another and negotiating one another in the relationship about what they're doing and what their things. What I think the, especially... Yeah. You know, I think when you're young, especially, you are always kind of, I wouldn't say comparing yourself to your friends, but kind of finding your spot in your friend group. Yeah, kind of. And and you're also looking for validation, I think. Yeah, that it's okay to be you, even if you're not the most popular, or you're not the strongest, or you're not the best right. looking, or you're not whatever. The And I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about, because I was the best looking... <laughs> The strongest, the most popular person in, in all of We can all friends. just go home now. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. And I'm yes, very humble yes, as well. Indeed. Oh, my goodness. We're, we're totally leaving that in, you know. <laughs> Everybody has their own strengths and insecurities, and those things kind of play out. Uh, you know, as a, as a dad of, of a uh, eighth grader and a fifth grader now, I definitely see those dynamics coming into play. And I apologize to my mom about once sure. a quarter now to, to say, Mom, I'm so sorry. I did that to you when I was an eighth grade boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll do more of it. Or yeah. I will live, relive something of my own. And I've, I've, uh, I'm sowing what I reaped all, or reaping what I sowed all those years ago. You know, one thing that the Goonies teaches us is that we are better when we're together and that we're better because we're different, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's and that's a real world thing that you can pull from really a lot of things. And I think people I think people today need to hear that a lot, too, is that just because you're different. In fact, it doesn't mean you're 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 wrong or you're right or whatever. But those those differences make us stronger together. Sometimes it takes well into adulthood for you to realize that those differences are what make you unique and wonderful. You know, right. Yeah, because everybody, when you're kids, I mean, and I, I find this to be true, um, even now looking back on it, when you're kids, everybody wants to be the same. Yeah. But when you get older, you want to be the individual. You want to differentiate yourself. And so some of those people that are, when they're younger and they're different, are kind of ostracized, which we really should be celebrating, first of all, all differences. Mm -hmm. But they don't realize that strength until they're older because of the way society treats them. Yeah, the, you know, every child has their own uh, stroke of brilliance, and sometimes peer groups or families or circumstance can either really encourage that or really beat it down. And unfortunately, I think we see where woundedness kind of comes out in folks over the years, like, well, I'm not, never going to say that again, or I'm never going to stick my neck out like that because this happened. Right. You know, and those are things that I think we carry into adulthood that we always have to work through to say, hey, here's, um, you know here's something I have to work through and, and realize, hey, this wasn't actually me. This was something else. Because th in context, in that time and in that space, those words or those actions are really big in your world. And some of them are, are big in the world regardless and, you know, depending on what the life circumstance was. But some of those things, too, are such a different uh, way that you receive that, just by where you are and who's saying it at the time. Sure, in your own life experience to that point. Yeah. Because you might not have that, experience to draw from mm -hmm. you know to actually understand what maybe somebody's telling yeah. you you know i'm gonna draw on one particular character which i i love the character it's sloth 
you know, and so uh, Sloth, for those of you who have not seen the movie, which again, I encourage you to go and rent yes. this movie. Go. Yep. <laughs> go get it. So Sloth is uh, kind of like the special needs brother of the Fratellis. And you kind of learn more of his backstory at the very end of it. And he's seen as scary and, you know, and they make him look a little bit weird and they put the animatronics he's in disfigured. the ears. Yeah, disfigured yeah. and doing yeah. things. You know, um, there's a time in high school where, and I was, I grew up an only child, and there was a, a guy who was, I think, in our grade, Josh, and his name was Devin, and he was special needs. I remember he was in the what we called the commons area, which was like the second lunchroom and stuff one day, and we were in our junior year waiting to go to be seniors, and I sat down and said, hey, Devin, what's going on? He goes, I'm okay, man. It was like near the end of the year, and... uh he, he asked me, he said, what grade are you going into next year? And I said, well, I'm going to be a senior. You know, I said, what about you? He said, I'm going to be a junior again. It sucks. And he kind of kept eating his lunch. And that was a moment, because I didn't grow up in a household with any special needs brothers or sisters, where I really understood, man, like this guy is struggling with that. I could tell. And I would never have guessed that until that particular moment. Right. Um, the character of Sloth also at the very end is it's because of his heroics that the Goonies are actually able to get away. You know, he was loving and self-sacrificing. Um, in my adult life, you know, my, my wife has a special needs brother. He's got uh, Kleinfelter and Prater Willy syndrome, which so Kleinfelter means you have an extra Y chromosome for the sex chromosome. And then for the Prater Willy, it's a disorder that actually Mayon Bialik did her doctorate on. And it's a mechanism in your brain that doesn't work to tell you when you're full after you've eaten. So these two things are kind of rare together. And TJ uh, lives in, in a group home, as he has for a lot of his life. But he has taught me so many different things just by who he is. And, um, you know, Sabrina said, you know, like, I, I love how you interact with TJ. So TJ is wonderful. And, you know, he loves, sure. loves when I play music and things like that. But he sees the world so different. And I realized, like, he doesn't complicate things. And, you know, from a, if you talk purely from, like, well, what is he mentally capable of? I mean, he's actually capable of quite a bit, but a, a gift wrapped up in him is that he doesn't complicate the world too much. And that and that and that's really a skill. That, that is a skill. I mean, like, that we should, I think that everyone should try to kind of at least um, try to see the world that way sometimes. Yeah. Because it's not always complicated. No. It doesn't always have to be this big process of things. Right. You know? Sometimes the things that it's wrapped up in a context like a, a deformed dude in a dungeon of a, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like it kind of <laughs> set set up to make you freak out a little bit. Um, well, it's entertainment too. That so is entertainment. Yeah, you know, it, it is a movie. Yeah, you know, but in yeah. in real life, sometimes the folks that you see that are um, that are different than you, they would offer that. Or sometimes too, uh, the people who even look the most normal are the people who are actually like the most dysfunctional. I think you you sure. realize that as you get yeah. older, like just because um, you maybe came from a certain family or you had certain things like that doesn't mean that all of a sudden like you have being a person figured out any better. Yeah, I mean that's just another thing that um, that is so true. And as you get older, you'll see the people that are that you think have it all together are some of the people that are probably needing the most help. Mm -hmm. And age doesn't do that. You know, my mom remarried and, uh, and later in life and, you know, hearing her talk through the, the process of dating 
and then, you know, getting engaged and getting married and things like that. Like even in, in your, your winter years, there are still things that you grapple with. And I'm going like, well, surely this wouldn't have been a thing, you know, or something like that. But it, it and it was, and, and everybody's still a human being their entire life, you know, unless you find a way to genetically mutate into something else later <laughs> than at least you started as human. But those are the, the differences and our, our strengths and weaknesses are something that's unique and people will love you because of who you are, not because of who you're trying to be. Uh, the character of right. Andy in the movie, she had to make a decision like, am I going to go and, you know, be like the jock, you know, like the, the, the quote jocks who are really the, the positioned as like the arrogant jerks in the whole thing. It doesn't mean jocks are arrogant jerks. That's just the, the character arc that they drew because the Goonies were kind of the, the not, not popular, not athletically gifted folks. And yeah. she made a decision about going like, Hey, I'm going to be down here. And it was a, it was a nice statement. Obviously it was a poetic moment in the movie where it drove the action forward, but we all have those decisions to say, who are, who are our people um, for the better or the worse and, and whether they drive us crazy or not, whether they, uh, we, we love them, you know, uh, when you love somebody and you have that relationship, sometimes those things get funny, but you should always work toward being together. Yeah. And I think this is a really good place to put a comment to conversation so I can go do the truffle shuffle <laughs> and um, <laughs> eat some Rocky road. I, <laughs> I want videos of that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> If you want that, please like us on Facebook and tell Josh you want to see that. Oh, my word. Until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Curiosity Continuum. Thank you.